do you feel like a man when you push her around do you feel better now as she falls to the ground well i tell you my friend someday is something that Welcome oh to the Up for God. Discussion po- podcast, every guys. Hey, everybody. I'm Simon Peltier. <laughs> my name is Tim Blay. My uh, name is... Oh. 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 My the name guests. is... <laughs> the guest killed it. That's oh. Definitely over it. <laughs> Who are you? Are we, okay. I, well, I'm Desiree D'Souza. Yes, you are. And this is the Back. only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order that we talk about them. And, and we have today, a special guest today. His name is... Terry Tardif. Now it's your time. Now it's your time, Terry. Don't try to Good old TT. I'm still double T. I'm still here, guys. T squared. Still here. All right. T squared. Really? That's true. Mm. T T. T T Oh, my initials are the same as well. D squared. Whoa. Double D. D squared and T squared. Oh, nobody said that before. What a creative joke by boys. (laughs) This is what happens when you're on the spot when you have to think of something funny. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You you end up going with the very low hanging fruit. (laughs) It's just hazards and Speaking of initials and funny things that happened when I was a kid. Uh, I mean, my, my initials are tuberculosis. So I was going to say, we have TB yeah. with us. Ooh, well, I'm gross. SP, and that doesn't really mean anything. S- spelling, it's a Game Boy, Spelling though. mistake. That's true. It's it, a Game Boy. it was a Game Boy. It was the Game Boy I never had. Oh. I just had a regular advance. I never had any Game Boys. No. Game Boy Color was where it was I at. I played with the girls. The one that MVP. came yeah. with... Oh. <laughs> no, you didn't. What were you going to say? <laughs> yeah, you didn't talk to a girl for 18 years. <laughs> You're the worst. All right. So... What I was going to say was that, you know, when you're a kid and you buy like clothing, your parents will write your initials or your name inside them and on the tag or something. Right. I like so for, for a while I would wear small clothing. And okay. I, for, for during that entire time, I never thought that I needed to write my initials because the, you know, the sizes are always in French and English oh, or in yeah. English and French. And it was always small, small petit, petit or SP. Bam. And I always so told really my parents, Simon's like, I don't need to write my name in it because my initials are already there. And my parents were like, that's not how that it's works. Definitely, like, some, <laughs> no one's going to find a small shirt and be like, oh, obviously this Simon's. This is clearly <laughs> Simon's shirt, Every small everyone. shirt is yours. He is the only child that has not written his initials in his shirts, so obviously it's his. What if that you mean. were, like, a chubby kid? <laughs> that would have never happened. <laughs> yeah, then you have just to said LG. I have always been slender. You'd have to change your name to Marshall Mathers. It's just, there's nothing else you can do. Or Mike Myers. Yeah, something like that. The medium is not a chubby kid. I was thinking like well, it depends Xavier on, Lord. I mean, <laughs> what if it's like medium adult size, though? Fair. Okay. So you two, mm. Terry and Simon, you have a history, don't you? Yeah. Ooh. We were yeah. lovers. We were lovers. Yeah. I knew oh, it. Passionate, vehement, animalistic lovers. How long has it been? Whoa. T- ten years. Wow. That's actually... No, it's not. No, there's it no way. Been it's, been it's been six years. It's been six years. It's been six years. We graduated. Yeah, we were. So we were not actually lovers. We went to high school together. Yeah. You well, been, we, that's we not went to the same exclusive. high school. Like we you did not. Been. No, I'm saying that's not what happened. Okay, we did that instead. Uh, we so we. I don't know that we went to high school together, but we went to the same high school. We yes. hung out in different social circles. Exactly. I feel like that we, happens a lot, where you like you become sorry friends with like your high school, like people who are just not in your social circle. In high school, but they went to your I, high school. I mean, we def- just yeah. met for Simon six years to just now, so I don't know about the I, friends we, categorization. We it's we a spoken, long shot right now. We had now. spoken a couple times before, though, like just nothing big, just because we had like friends who were like, I had friends who hung out with friends of yours, probably. I remember saying a couple things to you. <laughs> I might have. I have no words. You were or no you were in uh, any you, moment. You, you, you were in talking. sports study, right? Sports. Yeah, sports. Sports. yeah, that's yeah. Correct, so yeah. I knew a couple people from from that. So maybe that's how I. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, you guys definitely, like, your butts definitely shared some chairs and benches and we stuff. We did. So that's a Probably. Kid. No, di- no diseases, definitely. though. No exchange of diseases, no. though. How Thank do you know? God. There's that one disease. I got checked you, yesterday. You don't know where Thank you God. got it, right? Whoa. Oof. We're getting personal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Go get tested. But I think that's true. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's Simon's turn. Do you find, did you guys find that, like, when you graduated high school, like, even if you hung out with people from high school, they were a whole different group of people? Like, I, f- I found that I had to go to Sejep to meet the people from my high school that I actually enjoyed being with. Yeah. I didn't really hang out with many people from my high school after I graduated. Mm. It was just kind of like, all right, bye. So, like, I moved cities. Right. <laughs> so, that doesn't help. Uh, my high That'll school's in a it. different city. But a bunch of people from my high school came to my university. Mm. Um, but the people I became close with, we were never super, super close in high school. And, like, one of my best friends now, it turned out she, like, lived on the same floor as me in first year. Um, but we weren't really friends in high school. We just sort of had like some of the same friends. Mm. Right. Anyway, and then it took us a whole other year to become best friends in the first right. place. Anyway, like mm. I wouldn't have even considered her one of my best friends from mm. first year. Mm. And now she's like probably going to like be at yeah. my wedding and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird to think yeah. about because we, we'd full on known each other for years mm. and had not been that yeah. close. I've actually recently reconnected with someone I was really good friends with in elementary school. Oh, snap. Um, who actually also went to the same well, high school. You may even... Timothée La Perrière Doré? Yeah. yeah Whoa, totally. that is a French name. <laughs> I was, Shall I was we like, say it's like slower? Steve, like Steve Johnson. Like, <laughs> prior yeah. to the show, Simon was rattling off people he knew from their high school, and it, I was just like, whoa, nah, this is... <laughs> 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 yeah. a different it was, place. It was honestly a miracle that I could remember all of those people's full names, <laughs> like because there are a lot of people yeah. I, that I just do not Amélie think about. Amélie Pichet? Yeah, <laughs> are you just making fun of random French people now? I'm just picking the two Frenchest names I know, like first names and last names. And then putting them I, like Amelie Pichet sounds like plausible. <laughs> yeah. My name is Thierry Tardif, which is very yeah. French. Oh, when you think of it. If, if I did, if it changed Terry yeah. to Thierry, it changes Thierry. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right? It really Look does. at that. Yeah. yeah. See, it changes everything. Right? You go whoa. from Simon Peltier to Simon Peltier. Simon Peltier. I actually didn't know this guy spoke English at all until just now. Whoa. Today. Really? Really? No, I actually whoa. we've never like. Yeah. Never I never thought you speak English. No. We went to we went to a French high school. A French ass name, Ivan. Was well, like, my name yeah. is super French too, so the, mm-hmm. the problem is like French people will see it written down and they'll be like, oh, it's great, ça va, and I'll be like, what? <laughs> no, well, now I'm I'm like more bilingual. Mm-hmm. Holla, thank you, G San French classes. Um, <laughs> Souza is not particularly French. No, right? but like, but they'll think it. They'll like some. It's sort the of apostrophe. Like, if it was De Souza, it would be, be like, ah. like some European. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Wait, your name is Desiree De Souza. Yeah. Is your are you related to Chantel D'Souza? Okay, D'Souza is it's like the incredibly Smith of common. my culture. So. Yeah. No, it's because no. like... No, <laughs> it's literally... Because, my friend. No, no, it's because she's from Toronto as well. And like she came to Montreal and then she went back. I don't know. Maybe there was some connection. Yeah, but it's, it's like one of those names. Like if you look up Blay, Blay is my last name. Mm. You look up Blay in the Montreal phone book, there's like four pages and uh, I'm not related uh, to any of them. Our yeah. culture has like maybe <laughs> I five trying, last names. I wasn't names. trying to make any culture. No, no, no. No worries. Oh, no way you guys are So just Walk of shame. No, 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 it's okay. Um, like so, once my one of my best guy friends actually had just like met my mom, and he was, like, he was saying, "Oh, like, oh are you related?" And you were yeah. like, "That's racist." Well, no, my I, no, she was, no, that's not what happened. I'm kidding. I, I don't pull the card irrelevantly all the time, Tim. No, but, yes, you do. <laughs> I have it already ready on the table. Like, come on. No, <laughs> no, 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 you put you, the card on You have the a table. stack of them that you're you ready. From Vista Print. Oh my gosh! You, just, hand, you just, just went to Vista Print to get them all ready. Hey, what is Vista like, Print? It's just a white card in Helvetica, just written "You're racist" in big black letters. I should get those though, and I should put like my face on the 
the back. Like, no, 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 just all white. It's it's this like very like nice thick cardboard. Yeah. You know, no, you know what I should do? I should put Learn a picture of me doing that like emoji symbol where the girl has her hand up, mm. and I should get like the exact color top and just. Mm. Apparently that emoji changed with the new update. Did it? Apparently. Oh, I'm going to yeah, check because I just got I, some I, really I did, funny meme. It's like learns how to contour once and then there's like <laughs> the newer one. Anyway, back to my last name though and the, the funny story. So my, my guy friend is asking my mom. He's like, oh, there was this like person that I met when I was younger and then my mom explained that it's a super common last name and he's like, oh, never mind. It turns out, no, we did actually know the guy <laughs> and the chances are like one in a million because it was like my mom knew him from like oh my god it did change I'm sorry okay Simon <laughs> is like emojis though way to cut me off I think oh. guys before we started this we were like okay so like once again like don't cut each other off and I think like all of us have cut each other yeah, off sure. in this little bit there's a certain amount of that <laughs> okay emojis Simon go Simon's just staring He's Simon's like, having a good time like, right mesmerized like, by emojis they have like they have like shading now you can write like, like, no. like, write they're just really different just cultural appropriation everywhere. But it's like, just, whatever, I'm just used to it. Like, shade. But they just looked, I mean, it's fine. It's just different. All right. Shade. It's like the new McDonald's. Fine, but different. I mean, the these McDonald's. emojis aren't giving me diarrhea. That, you know what I mean? That, did that happen? Why <laughs> boys regularly talk about pooping? I don't want to talk about because pooping. Because it is a normal thing. I don't thing. want to listen to it. It feels yeah, so good. Yeah, because it's normal, Think I don't want it. Oh, my God. Think about it. Yeah, when you sit down and when it happens. I'll, see, no, when it happens, it's, it's crazy. You just, you, you, I texted Tom today. I was like, hey. and No, I didn't. I called him, but he didn't answer. And then I went to text him, and he was like, pooping, what's up? And I was like, TMI. Like, no. <laughs> I did not want to know where you were. I just wanted to hang out with you, and now I sort of like want to wait like like a thirty minute interval before coming to your house now. Real talk, <laughs> fellas. Mm-hmm. If you're like me, about twenty percent of the time spent in the bathroom pooping is spent actually pooping. Oh, less than that. No way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like if if I'm being prime... speedy, about half the time I'm actually pooping. The rest of the time I'm just like still on my phone. It's like it's like the percentage Ew, of time. <laughs> Phone, oh. like scrolling, like sitting yeah, there. For sure. What else are Absolutely. you going to do? Respond to Facebook it's messages, like emails. Why don't yeah. you sit in a normal chair, like at a table? Because or, like, at, on anywhere your couch. else, someone's because gonna I can't come. poop on those chairs. But no, no, no. Someone's <laughs> gonna to come and interrupt to have you. Some focus. No, I live alone. <laughs> see. Okay, so maybe like, do you? So no, I'm not gonna ask that question. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> Boundaries. Tim knows them sometimes. But it's it's, it's, it's like a pure private moment. It's like nobody's yeah. gonna come in here yeah. and like tell me I need to do something mm. else. Or I mean, unless they knock on the door and need the bathroom, then that's a different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like in the sh- like showers too. Like how mm. much time? What percentage of the time is spent cleaning yourself in the shower? Uh, I, I'm I actually was, a pretty speedy shower. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't wait two hours. I enjoy in the singing in the shower. Mm. My current favorite song to sing is um, "All Coming Back to Me Now" by Celine Dion in the shower. So, have you heard the meatloaf version of that? It's fantastic. <laughs> no, what's the meatloaf? What is meatloaf? Because that that song was meatloaf actually was a it's a it's a good a type of food. Uh, as well. It's a white yeah. word. <laughs> With no seasoning. Uh, we're going back to racial, eh? We're going back. back. Uh, Thierry, tell me about your uh, French food. Okay, so it's unfortunate that Tom <laughs> isn't on this podcast. Tom's actually the one who told me this story, but okay. that. That song was written by so Meatloaf had this guy who wrote all his music for him. Oh, Meatloaf is an artist. Yeah, yeah. from like if the nineties. Have something. you seen 80s. the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yes, he plays. He's the guy with the blonde hair. No, that's Rocky. Yeah, no. Rocky. I thought he was Rocky. No, he plays um, the guy who comes in with a motorcycle. Right. Oh, Tim? yes. He's also Bob in uh, what's that that movie that everybody likes when they're teenagers? 
What? Super bad? <laughs> no. <laughs> Brad Pitt and the, the other one dude and they're Brad. each other and Wait, what? Brad Pitt was Oh, what? Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club. Oh, yeah. The guy with but, the tits. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that guy... Oh, he's like, okay. That, the, that guy, he's, he's a singer. True. And, and <laughs> Don't his, laugh at me. Hey, I, you know... There that's are... a direct quote from the movie. I'll give okay. you a pass on that one. I haven't seen sure. it. Um, oh, wow. That, that guy, he, uh, like, his songwriter his wrote like this song. It's super like, weird. He wrote all of these songs for Meatloaf, and then he wrote this song... And Meatloaf like loved it. He thought it was the best song he had ever heard. It and is this, the best and this song. guy was like, "No, you can't have it. I want someone else to sing." No, it. like so someone he gave like, it to Celine Dion because that makes sense. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful song, and it I is. love it. Have you seen my Insta of it? I do not. No. Wow. I don't know you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. You get a pass. <laughs> I'll let you slide this time, so, so far, you're going two for two on having passed through <laughs> squeaky situations. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go back to the pooping for a second. Okay, oh, I really wanted to go back to that as well. Yeah. Oh, so I, I worked for now. I worked for two summers as a this. as a camp counselor at a sleepaway camp. Okay. And I am an introvert, and I spent all of my time around people all the time. And it was very hard for me to find introvert refuge. And I discovered about halfway into my first summer that that refuge was pooping, mm. because like. Like if you're if you're in the toilet for a long time, I mean in the bathroom. I don't know that you'd be if in, you're the toilet. in the toilet. Then if you're that's impressive. <laughs> if you're in the bathroom for a really long time, people will like not bother you because they assume it's really serious, right? They assume that something's wrong. So like you right. can just stay like, there for like you're 15, not gonna ask 20 the person, minutes. Like, why were you in the bathroom for twenty minutes? So like, you that's... stole time from work by chilling in the bathroom. You've never done that. No. <laughs> oh my god. That's wow. Maybe to like fix my makeup once or oh, twice. Oh, I've definitely like, done that not before. Just, like, I've definitely done that. Yeah, yeah. You, no. You need a break, any you any work poop. where you're paid by the hour, where you go to the bathroom, you're like, I'm paid to poop. Yeah. I'm paid to poop. Yep. Being paid People to poop. actually Facebook status that or tweet mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. And they take yeah. selfies like okay, yo. I one thing you should know I, I about me, Siri and no, listeners in general. Okay. I'm I don't very know type not, not me A, and I would type never a. steal time from work to go to the bathroom. <laughs> of course, you have to you're say that because your employer child. might be listening. No, to I'm so <laughs> type A though. Even like so much so that when I went to donate blood, the guy was like, "Your blood type is A plus," and I was like, "I know." And he's like, "You know, it's not a grade. Like, it's actually not the best one. Like, and uh, like he's like, the best one for us is O negative, and the best one in general is A B." And I was like, "I know, but it, it's A plus." He was like, "Okay, so I'm gonna." <laughs> you a lot so what do you what do you think of like like pooping humor in like I just I've never found it like maybe when I was little but like I still don't find it that funny like I'm like mm. so should we just do a podcast about pooping should I think just, so should, I think we should Is just keep on I think, I think my roommate like, I, takes I'm, an hour poop for discussion to poop, needs but to he happen. plays Hearthstone you know that video game Hearthstone like on okay he does iPhone? not take an yeah, hour yeah. to poop he takes oh max God, 15 takes an minutes hour, an hour and a half and then he sits there on his phone yeah for sure oh yeah I don't understand that doesn't it smell like you know I mean you're covering you the hole. Flush. It's not like it also you can you can flush, while. but you know, <laughs> I I I have. Or a little, you just acclimatize yourself. I have a little that. scented yeah, candle in my bathroom that I light when I it smells like amber and moss. It's very nice. Amber and moss. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god, you sound like two. <laughs> I have a scented candle. What does amber is a rock? What does amber smell like? I hey, listen, hipster. All I know is that like I smelled it and I was like, this smells real it nice. Smells like rain. <sighs> You're like a basic. <laughs> Actually, if if something smells like rain, it's probably poisonous because the rain smell comes from ozone. So if you oh. inhale too much ozone, you will die. Tim is Don't a science it. guy. I am a science. I am a science too. Yes. Did you see my science? Hey, I have a question for you live on air. Yes. Can you get me into no. an MRI? I was like, <laughs> I was like you idiot. 
<laughs> I was like, also, you know, my that the, the scans cost one thousand dollars. You can tell them that I'm like an octopus. I have a brain in right. my knee. Yeah, because that's like because <laughs> that's how don't have knees. They do have brains in their uh, in their appendages, though. Oh. Or like big. I like that anyways. you wanted to show off that you knew the plural for octopus. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the. <laughs> and you one chose of the to say it. There's octopuses. There's, yeah, octopuses is actually the better plural because it does not come. Depends how you. But it finishes with an S, no? Like, no, why, why but it's, you, it's, it's, it's intuitive. No, there's this podcast octopus? called Science Versus where she went over this very well. And but I'm mm. mixing it up whether it comes from Greek or Latin. It comes it, from Greek because octo. Okay, is Greek so it for comes like from octodon. Greek, and so the so then the Greek plurals you add the like anyway you add the S mm. rule, so it's Octopus. octopuses. Even though octopi sounds better to an English speaker because of plural rules, but mm. what you like should know alumnus, about English alumni. plurals. Is they're all effed. Like, there are no rules, really. Like, the ads S rule is a, like, it works for, like, not even a third of the words. I know this because I did a speech on the English language when I was in grade six. Hold on. So, if if it's octopuses, do you spell it with two S's (laughs) or with one S? Like, Uh, because it's not octopuses. Octopuses. It's not like octopuses. Uh, uh, but like you don't spell <laughs> buses with two S's. Even though if you but think it would be like, uses. There, but people like, m- like mistakenly think that language follows these rules and sometimes they just don't. Like it's just yeah, a yeah, thing. You just have to octopus, know this. I feel like it's arbitrary enough that we could like decide. Like okay, let's do this one uh, and then just stick anyway. with it. Have you even tried pluralizing any French word? Oh, challenge. Put an I, S on oh, it. So okay, French is crazy with yeah. its rules and yeah. memorizing and stuff like mm. that. But we were talking about English, so that's what mm-hmm. But French is very hard. Uh, like they'll be like, "Here's a rule that's standard," and so you'll write down the rule, and then they'll be like, "The rule follows for ten of the words out of eight hundred <laughs> of them," and you're like, "What?" <laughs> and then it's like, "Oh, how do I know the rule for the other things?" And it's like, "You don't have fun. Speak French to people. You just learn it." <laughs> I have a question about about like French class in French high schools. Sure, it is just like English class in English schools. Is it? Yes, because that would be nice. Like, like I would have liked if my French. Yes. Class Agreed. were like English class, yeah. where you mm-hmm. read like good French literature and study it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But French class in English schools is Here just stupid rules. learn all these verbs. Yeah. Like you it's, just it's watch just... strange videos of pineapple speaking to children. D- that Maybe. did not happen to me. Uh, that didn't. Is that that didn't to me. I'm sorry. No. What you watched that in French? <laughs> no, no there's, a... there's this very like famous sort of French teaching video from from like the 80s where there's this kid waiting for the bus and there's a pineapple that like sort of comes up to him and starts talking to him and anytime either of them say something the sentence appears on the screen and then every, like it was this VHS and then everybody in the class has to repeat the sentence and it's very strange things like je like, suis un ananas <laughs> je suis un ananas mais les ananas ne parlent pas and then everybody goes mais les ananas ne parlent pas and it's just like just super weird just very very just reinforces that that nobody knew what they were doing in the 80s we had a triangle head puppet named Pyroline and he sorry a triangle head puppet yeah it was a puppet with a little triangle head is it a puppet for the head or a a puppet with a a triangle for a head a triangle as Uh it wasn't a triangle it was a 3D like it was more of a cone actually pyramid no, a cone a was cone. around it. A cone head. Was it? Wasn't um, that a movie? And his cone name was yes, Pironine. It was a movie made out of a. Okay, the point sketch. is, Pironine, the puppet, taught me French colors and numbers and stuff like that. Okay, that's but that's, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's encouraging to me that at least the French people yeah. got to like actually learn French. What well, is English as, class like, like at a literature French school? And stuff. Uh, so you have different levels of English class, right? Like you've got regular English and then advanced English. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And if you're in regular English, it's just like your French classes. So you learn words okay. and you learn grammar. And like to a certain extent, you do that in, in advanced English as well. But yeah. you, um, there is a little more depth. There is a little bit of like, okay, we're going to read a book and then we're going to talk about the themes of the book and let's learn metaphors and similes. Because and I think that's how things. French class in English school should be, more so than French class in French school. Yeah, so why do you guys think that is? Though? Like when, when we're teaching second languages, we don't tend to teach them the way that people actually learn language, which is to like speak it and think in it and stuff. We tend to teach all the rules. Whereas when you learn a first language, you never learn the rules. You just keep speaking it and eventually Well, you're good. you do learn the rules. You have It's to. just that you, you learn no. them but thanks I don't, to your mirror neurons. I don't know the... No, you yeah. don't. Oh, my gosh. That's what, I'm, that's okay. what mirror neurons are. All right, oh, my it. God. You said that with such confidence. <laughs> and I'm shocked. No, mirror neurons are like... They fire when you... like. So the, the, the mirror neuron study is a monkey watching another monkey doing something. And those neurons that do the thing fire. So, for example... I am a monkey. No, <laughs> I, I pick up this cup. I'm not That's a monkey. That's racist. <laughs> I, I, well, I was going to say the monkey, but then I wanted to use me as an example for some reason. Anyway. You saw I can be the monkey if you want. Okay. Okay. Tim's the Tim, Tim is the monkey. Tim is the monkey. Tim is the monkey that picks up a cup. And so the monkey picks up a cup. And then the researchers find which neurons fire when the monkey picks up that cup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then with do they, they put do, an EEG on a monkey? No, it's okay. like it's like a brain probe, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. Like, is yeah. it no, tailor size to like if you no, use well, a Confucian a monkey? monkey is it like a, a tiny, tiny EEG? Well, no, it's a monkey because you can put something in its head and actually record from the neurons. Yeah, it's like that's a why needle. it's in a monkey like a and it's not in a human. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, it's sure, a sh- an f ton of. You know how many approval. animals get killed for us every day? A lot. No, there's a lot True. of ethics. Like, okay, when people when people start their whole like researchers are slaughtering animals like uh, like being a researcher the amount of ethics you need to go through like i don't even work with animals i work with humans and it's like it's very stringent it's mm. not like ethics of so the you kill 60s. humans as well oh come uh-huh. on yeah, but geez. no but obviously oh, like unbelievable there's there are things that like we use the monkeys for because like ethically there's no way you could ever do this to a person but these things are very easy to do they're actually not that like Harmful and the monkey. It's not just like we stick probes in monkeys and we slaughter them. No, if you have monkeys, you keep those monkeys and you work very hard on like keeping them alive. Those are like very expensive research equipment. So anyway, what, what do no, mirror neurons it's, it's, actually? So do. then, so okay, I'm finishing explaining mm-hmm. when I wanted this huge tangent about monkeys. So basically, first the researchers get the monkey to do a task, like pick up a cup. Then, and they find which neurons are firing when the monkey's picking up a cup. Then the monkey. Uh, is watching another monkey do that task. Mm. So it is not actually moving. It is watching a monkey right. move. And those same neurons fire. So that's okay. why they're calling them mirror neurons. Right. And then this whole, like, sometimes when I think about the way science and the media interact, well, the media in general, I'm like, seriously, guys, like, come on. They really hype things up and they take these buzzwords and then people, like, really misstrue mm. stuff. And, I, like, I feel like a is lot a of word? my friends misconstrue is what I meant. Thank you. I'm very tired. You said what, misstrues? Misstrues. Uh, that should be a, a word, Misstrue. It's just simpler. Yeah. Anyway, Mistrue. misconstrue yeah. stuff. And and they, they think that, like, the website they read it on, like, now they understand this concept. And I, like, huge PSA, no, check your sources unless it's from a research paper. And even if it's from a research paper, you should doubt it and you should look at their yeah. findings and think about it critically. But, like, never believe stuff the critic- like... the the, the- credibility of that journal well, right? and, and but the usually authors it's not like journal the, it's a newspaper right yeah so yeah. so like usually these people get stuff on like mm-hmm. websites and they're like oh you're mirror neurons and like oh um, like so then that got mirror neurons that word yeah. got blown up into like neuron correlates of empathy and like this is how mm-hmm. we learn things from each other and stuff and like no we don't okay. know that still mm-hmm. mirror neurons are just neurons that fire when you're watching someone 
do that specific task. So what is the purpose of the mirror neurons if it's just to... like so is 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 mirror neurons just the the concept that when you watch somebody do something those same neurons in you are firing despite the fact that you're not Well it's cool cuz like they're motor neurons so right. and they're primary motor neurons okay. so what that means for people that aren't like big on like brain stuff is usually those neurons only fire if you're actually moving if you're actually doing this Yeah thing. if you're okay. actually moving those are the ones that fire if you're thinking about moving different ones fire and like right. different ones in like hmm. if you're imagining like a schematic like higher <laughs> order ones so there's like primary secondary like higher level ones and as you get higher they start integrating cool things like um like vision and then even higher you can imagine like like bias integration mm. and things like that like the brain Abstract is very like yeah effect, the yeah. brain the brain is like okay this part takes in the sensory stimuli and then as we go like higher through the motor cortex and the like different layers I'm getting a little technical. Let me keep That's it fine. for a lay audience. I'm learning going, more like, than I ever did at any school and CJ and everything. This is the well, most I I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this makes me think of? It's making me think of like, you know, have you guys ever seen Angels and Demons or read Angels and Demons? I have not. No, I have. And then you're like, whoa. No, no it's because the fact that they talk about the neurons and protons and like they fuse it together to create antimatter. And it's like, that's literally what it made me think of. Anyways. Tim? Yeah, that's a garbage book. But anyway, <laughs> no, let's not, go, let's not go in religion aspect. No, 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 no. I mean, it's a garbage book from the science. Uh, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but anyway, so, so like the brain is very well organized in these areas. We actually know quite a lot about like motor areas and visual areas. And so at like as you go up, it takes stuff like, okay, this neuron only fires when the arm is moving. And then like, this mm. neuron fires when like you're like. Right. You know, so the mirror neurons are cool because they're in the primary cortex. They shouldn't okay. fire unless you're actually moving apart. Except okay. they are. But it's and only when you watch something. Like, it's not when you imagine moving. I it's haven't, only when you okay. watch them. Okay, and then it's, that's that's my current knowledge of mirror right. neurons from the stuff I've read. I'm mm. sure there's a ton more out there. Right. Because right. so, the question is, how could you? How would you know if a monkey was imagining moving a cup? Like, you wouldn't, right? You wouldn't, which is why they have to show the monkey another monkey doing yeah. it. And the monkey has to look at that monkey. And the hypothesis would be, like, visual. Obviously, mm. visual neurons yeah. in the visual cortex are firing. Uh, probably neurons in higher order areas, but they were like, oh, primary motor neurons, yeah. but the monkey isn't moving. These aren't what those mm-hmm. neurons are supposed to do. And right. like, also then that gets to the higher question, but like, really, we don't know what anything does in the brain. Mm. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And it, the neurosciences are super like existential. Like, as you're learning about stuff, you're like, we literally still don't know anything about this like amazing part of our like being. I feel like that's, that's a general problem in biology is that like, it is like the brain. We we tried, (laughs) we try to make things sensible sort of models of things, right? We try to simplify it. And it's possible that a lot of these systems just cannot be simplified. No, you know, especially when it comes to the brain, everything is connected to everything else. Yeah, it's there's very possibly hard to parse no way exact, to yeah. like hmm. really divide the brain into systems that make sense, right. except by just like remapping every single neuron in the brain, which is right. impossible right. currently. Yeah, it's like a chaotic, maybe not system. in a bunch of years. But mm. anyway, so that's mirror neurons. How right. we learn language. So I also have taken a bunch of linguistics. In fact, it was like the second half of my like mm. cognitive science degree. So I took language learning classes. Mm. Um, there's two like current theories and it depends on who you talk to, a linguist or a psychologist mm. and what we think. Um, but what it depends most on is input actually. That's how children learn. And this huge question that you asked him is super interesting of like, how is it possible that children are able to learn so well yeah. when it's not like a mom or a dad sits a child down and is like, let us go through every verb and how to conjugate mm. it. Yeah. No, all they're doing is speaking and children pick stuff up and they speak quite well before they even start school. And what you do need to teach is stuff like reading. That doesn't come naturally. Mm. It, that, it's, it's the language speaking. It did for does. me though. <laughs> really? 
I, I mean, I've been reading ever since I was in the womb. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> right. I gotta the say, the writing was on the wall. To men and neurons. Say that we have progressed. Welcome to the British conversation. That's what we do. I mean, we just went from biology to biology. I just well, I just came back from a big neuroscience retreat too, so I'm like neurotic. But yeah, so the language learning, the the two main theories was real quick, but like also real cool. So the first one. He's this guy Chomsky, who actually is like a political scientist, mm. but has a theory that everybody. Well, no, has. he was a linguist, well, a linguist, no. and then after he got famous as a linguist, he kind of did the Richard so Dawkins like, yeah. thing, and he's like, "Now I'm going to comment on everything." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, he's like, he's so people see him, linguists see him as like the father of linguistics. Some linguists, I will say, yeah, because um, he has a theory called universal grammar, and that's like every child, human child, has this like this, and it's this concept. It's not an actual thing, mm. right? Of like universal grammar. And they have these studies with babies where they recognize like all the sounds in different languages of the world. But even at very, very young ages, like a couple months old, the babies stop recognizing sounds they're not hearing. So they'll play to like French mm. babies who like live in France and have never heard a word of Hindi. They'll play Hindi sounds. The babies don't recognize it, but they recognize the French sounds. Mm. And they'll do these like really interesting studies. So then so then you start selecting for the sounds of your language. Cause you, and it's good to not know all the sounds so you can sort of narrow the space, right? Mm, yeah. And then you start learning the words and you start receiving input. And they've had like, there are also like horrible, horrible cases of like really terrible people who like abuse children and will like isolate them and not let them learn language. Like there was this very famous case. uh, The girl is called Jeannie. And like she was like, it was horrible, locked in a closet and stuff. So basically she never got linguistic input like for years until they found her and rescued her. Mm. And they tried to teach her English and she never developed like a recognizable language. Like she'd have these like and they and linguists really studied the structure rules and the way she spoke because it was so different than the way like even the, like even the like very stereotypical mistakes children make. Your sister will know a lot yeah, about so all this. Yeah, this, this is what they they call. This yeah. is where they. I'm not sure if that's where they developed it, but the idea of this critical period where if you exactly, don't, yeah. if you don't use some form of language before a certain age, like if you don't get that universal grammar in your head or whatever it is programmed with something, then after a certain point it fades away and you can't use it to learn any language ever. Yeah. Which also, there's there's a second theory that sort of applies that to learning something like it's a mother tongue. Like if you don't learn French before the critical period is over, you'll always be a second language French speaker, right? Like it'll never be. Exactly. And then there's this whole like, where's the critical period? What what does when the age of language acquired, what does that confer to people? And like, what's the best? Because there also used to be this huge bias about bilingualism that it was very bad and it was which will be like interesting to all of us and like everybody in general. No, that was also obviously like super wrong thinking. Um, and now the, the, mm. the question is more like, okay, well, what are the advantages? Are there advantages? What are the differences? Like, mm-hmm. um, I can actually anyway. speak on that a little bit. Like the, yeah. what, what you were saying about that bias on bilingualism where my mom grew up with, my mom grew up in the United States and her dad was American, but her, her mom was Danish and her mom decided to never teach her children Danish. Because she thought that mm-hmm. them growing up with two languages would just confuse them and uh. make them kind of yeah, stupid. Yeah, that's a huge thought. For, and especially for yeah. immigrant parents, they, they did this huge study with like immigrant parents from, especially from like Asia and yeah, South yeah, America yeah. and stuff to North America, will this like not teach, that. yeah, will not teach their mm-hmm. children their language because they feel like their English will get ruined basically yeah. except english is like so like ubiquitous like one it's the language of the internet it's the it's like mo- la- most languages um 
most of the like second languages people have mm-hmm. are English. So like you'll go to a research conference in like Belgium and you'll probably speak English to the mm-hmm. people there. Or even like it's it sort of is the language of science. Like you'll go to these conferences mm-hmm. and people will always be speaking in English. Like English has just sort of like taken over. So it's like really useful to know, but it's also really easy to learn. So in terms of like teaching a child English and like but also trying to teach them a second language that isn't like like ubiquitous in the environment. Mm-hmm. So then we talk about like interesting second languages, like First Nations languages, like uh, Inuktitut mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like hmm. you should teach the child in Inuktitut only mm-hmm. in school. And then at a certain level, start introducing classes in English so they can learn the terminology in English for yeah. those concepts. But like That's when if, they're, you, if you want to preserve that if language. If you want to preserve yeah. that language and, and if you want them to be better speakers of it. And even for something mm-hmm. like French, like I know a lot of people rip on like, the, the Languages Act in Quebec and sort of like the language police and stuff. And like sometimes I do find that they're a little harsh or unreasonable, but like I get it. It's because English mm-hmm. is so ubiquitous and you really do need to preserve these languages. Like these, they're actually called minority languages because English is so like, like yeah. overpowering, mm-hmm. which is like one really good because we've sort of found this language that like a lot of people in the world actually speak, but then also one is. Mm-hmm. And then quickly the second language learning thing is statistical learning. So statistical learning. So like people think that it's the frequency like of times people have heard those words and those things. This is more of a psychology thing. But people are like, oh, because children only hear English that much, the statistical likelihood that they are learning French lowers and English hires. And that's well, that, that sounds like, but those don't necessarily sound contradictory, do they? Exactly. So mm-hmm. that's what I believe in. Okay. More so. Like the yeah. two. <laughs> I got to say, I learned more in my three years of here and <laughs> But what I was just going to try to chime on is just that today, like speaking of uh, languages of wars and bilingualism and all that stuff, mm-hmm. is that uh, there's a very big um, well, personality in Quebec that now is chairman of uh, so since they've been sold or whatever. It was talking mm-hmm. about how like the education system is completely flawed because of the fact that where one the dropout rate is fourth out of all provinces uh, after like Nunavut and like yeah. uh, mm-hmm. like Northwest Territories and things mm-hmm. like that, but like and it shouldn't be like Quebec is like one of the most prominent locations in Canada and one of the yeah. most prominent pop like we have so many people and things like that we're very international all that stuff and one for dropout rates two the fact that, that we still have a language war at this point after so many goddamn mm-hmm. years yeah. about fighting with the French and English yeah. the fact that we have both languages. Everybody would cry for that. The fact that we're able to speak two languages properly, like perfectly, is off the charts. It's actually amazing. Yeah, the bilingual. I'm not talking in a statistic perspective. We're very like insightful as you, but more of a generic (laughs) concept. But at the same time, it's so like we should be taking advantage of more Mm -hmm. in terms of political. Hmm. This is something that I was was actually talking to my my mother yesterday about was the, the, the bit of the language war thing and also kind of the. Like that that divide, like the two solitudes thing, the French culture and English culture within Quebec. And I was wondering for, for you two kind of like do straddle that line and also like know, like have seen your like your generation in the French community's response to that. Do you feel like that's fading away or is it still really strong or like yeah, what's going on? Yeah, that's a good on? question. I, 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 go for it. My, my only thing is that I feel like it depends on the the locations of the different yeah. people. For example, mm-hmm. like we live in the bilingual city of, of Canada, yeah. like Montreal. Mm-hmm. So obviously like French and English all over the place, but even though it's right now it's becoming more mm-hmm. pri- predominantly English, right? Right. But if you go further up in Quebec, if you go past like Shelbourg, if you go like Shikutsumi or like Abitibi Tamestamang or like freaking, I don't know, Tumbuktu, I don't even care. Like the point is, it's more just like the further you go up, the least amount of people will speak English. Further east too. And east as well. If you go like, just go to like Trois-Rivières, which is like Forget two it. hours from here, there's like barely any English happening. At and all. if you speak English, they'll be like, Qu'est-ce que tu dis? 
Like who were anglophones, but like you know, still went to this French school, and like you know, the French was good and everything. But like, whenever they weren't in class, they would be speaking English. Right. And a lot of people who were in the like regular uh, English class, who like maybe their English wasn't so great. Within like a couple years, their English, their English, their English got way better just because they hung out with all these anglophone people. Huh. And there was no sense of I shouldn't hang out with them; they're not cool, or I shouldn't hang out with them; they're evil. Uh, whereas I know people who are um, maybe like sort of baby boomers or, or Gen Xers who went to a school that was like literally segregated where you had the English side and the French side and they had to have recess at different times because people would beat each other up <laughs> and throw rocks at each yeah. other. Right. And this was like in the 80s. This yeah. was not that long ago. Yeah. Um, so I think there is, it is fading away a little bit, but I think in, like Tyr said, in certain areas... It's not just because it's all francophone and it's like it's right. Yeah, it's, well, hard. it's true. We, it's we, really, for, really we hard. forget that like we came through like a terrorist crisis on this, right? Like yeah. it was a yeah. This is a legit thing. The, mm. Which crisis? Like the FLQ, the Front de Libération du Québec. Don't know, but you don't know about this? No. Basically, okay. yeah. Well, go for it after you. I if you know more about this, yeah. Chime guest, in. guest, um, guest. But es- essentially, there was there was this like extremist like Quebec sovereignty group, the Front de Libération de Québec, um, who they, I think they kidnapped two senators. They kidnapped two senators. They killed one of them. Oh yeah. my yeah. God. They killed one of them. Yeah. They put him in the, ba- the trunk of a car. Yeah. Um, they, they, but they, they accidentally did lo- killed him. But it was, but, that's like at the yeah. end. But basically mm-hmm. they started off, like they went into Westmount, of course, the English neighborhood of Montreal. Yeah. They, 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 uh, bombed, they bombed the mailbox. Pl- okay? yeah, they would, yeah. And that would cause like mm-hmm. everybody to freak out because yeah. of the fact like all English community clearly, and they signed off as it was like that they were the Front de Libération de Québec, like screw the yeah. English people and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they stole the senators and that's, that lasted for a while. I don't know how long yeah. it was. They for were, a couple this of was weeks during, during uh, the first That's Trudeau terrible. prime minister. Yeah, it was like his oh, okay. first. It was his first run as prime minister as well. Oh my god! Yeah. My, so he, dad, he declared martial law. I think, and like, he declared martial law. Yeah, yeah, and then they all like they militarized the entire thing to get to capture oh the people, god. and they yeah. did. And then when his second term happened, that's where he ended up doing the charter, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, in order yeah. to kind of mm-hmm. make things a little easier for the all yeah. So like we're com- we're coming out of some serious stuff, and I think if yeah. you're comparing it to then, it's definitely like you know. well, I my, noticed my dad was actually for <laughs> doing a lot better. Maybe well, there was when the PQ was elected. So I like I'm from Ontario. I learned mm-hmm. French when I was like 17. I'm trying really hard, but it's like especially when I was not taking French classes and working in French, I would just always use my English outside. Not because I did I was like oh fudge I want to speak English and French sucks but because I was nervous and afraid that people would laugh at my French yeah and yeah. I would have like like once in Quebec we speak French once in the metro I asked for a night pass he was like oh we do not have one I was like oh but it's after six he was like we have a carte de nuit and then he like wouldn't speak in and I was like are you kidding like I'm like I like I know French. I want to speak your language, but I just I literally just want to take the train home now. Right. That's like, and also if you knew place. to tell me it was like out the nuit, you, you can, knew what I wanted. Well, well, he spoke English perfectly, but okay. he didn't want to serve me. And then he was like, you know, you come here for school, 
um, you should learn our language. And then I, I was like, well, I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> You're not making me want single, to right now. Though. That's the, sing- the thing that makes me the angriest yeah. about like the situation here is the like lack of empathy and support from a lot of francophones in I don't I will not say all no, but them. it goes from both sides. It does go it from does. both that, sides. I gotta though. say, like, yeah, yeah francophones because we live it, and mm-hmm. like, we it's that's what yeah. we see here in Montreal. But mm-hmm. it's everywhere, man. In Quebec, no, like, it's this both in English and yeah. French. If you're an Ang- anglophone, oh, mm-hmm. you can't speak English. Uh, you have an accent. Yeah, uh, and like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's depending terrible. which newspaper you read, even you get like extremely oh different sides of this yeah. issue. Like, like mm-hmm. growing up only reading the Montreal Gazette, like, there's the anglophone There's only one side ever presented on these things. Like, I grew up basically convinced that like. Every, you know, like half of Quebec hated me and the country, right? Yeah. Like, Makes sense. And, and that like there was there was no possible good argument for like Quebec sovereignty, right? It was just like all these stupid Quebecers just like they're afraid of everything mm-hmm. and they just want to shut themselves in. And it's going to be awful for the, their like economy and the government and everything. And it took me until like probably 18 or 19 to like I was dating a Francophone girl and was like, Oh, I should actually research what the arguments were, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, why did people want to do this? And you go into it, it's like, yeah, that's that's reasonable. Like, I'd still prove you wrong, like but the culture like, culture and language, yeah. But like, they mm-hmm. thought this stuff through, and I just never thought of that, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So like, maybe yeah. these people are also reasonable human beings trying to do the best for their yeah, society, exactly. right? Yeah. But I, I think that like overall, um, there is a certain at like, there's definitely an attitude of why aren't you learning this faster? You know, like if uh, here so, in Quebec, when it comes to Anglophones okay, learning French, exactly, yes. or people of other languages learn, learning mm. French, like if you go to other countries, and I, I, okay, I will not generalize that much. I have some friends who, uh, one of them's American, the other one's from Halifax, and they lived here for like ten years, and learning French it was very hard for them. And what made it even harder was the fact that every time they tried to speak French, people would get very exasperated at them that they weren't getting it right. And right. a couple of years ago, they moved to Germany and they learned German way faster than they ever, than they ever oh, learned French because people in Germany were like, Hey, wow. Congratulations. Like I'm, you're doing so well, you know, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, like the quick, positive reinforcement. Yeah. Like quick little tip. It's actually pronounced like this and this instead of this and this. But, and you're like, Oh, okay, cool. Thanks. And then like, they feel encouraged rather than like downbeat. You know, well, right. you no, I just wanted it. to just interject really quickly. Like, but yeah. would it be because of the fact that English and German are very similar? No, like English is a Germanic I'm, language, but yeah. the grammar system of like Germany, sorry, the grammar system of German is way harder than the grammar system of like French, especially like mm-hmm. probably for the person from Halifax, probably like learned some French in like. And English yeah, is also a bastard language of like Germanic and Saxon and yeah. French, right? Like yeah. there's there's a lot of different Hot things. Times. Hot <laughs> times. But like mm-hmm. another thing I wanted to say is like this is why I'm such a huge bilingualism advocate. Like so like what's the official language of Canada? Both. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. It's English and French. <laughs> it's not English and it's not French in Quebec. It's English and French. It is French in Quebec. It is French in Quebec. <laughs> yes. But like but what I mean is like but Quebec is still part of Canada. The official yeah. language of Canada is English and French. Yeah. And I find that there's an overwhelming like there's there's lots of French areas in like Ontario, like Hearst, for example, mm-hmm. or like the Acadian areas out east and like the yeah. communities in like like the prairies and stuff like that. But it's like little hubs of French and yeah. then everywhere else is overwhelming Anglophone. And like there's not a lot of bilingualism. And that's why mm-hmm. I really like Montreal specifically, because like mm-hmm. once again, in Quebec, it's a lot of like Francophones or Anglophones. 
but like even the, the anglophone people speak french but like in montreal you have a lot of like really cool like bilingualism mm. like things happening where people are very good in both languages or they don't really have a dominant language or they have like a francophone group of friends and an anglophone group of friends mm. or they like switch between each other like and i love it and that's how language mm. should be because yeah. at the end of the day it's like it's it's not about like me versus you. It's about like, well, now I get to speak to all these other mm. people when I know this. And now I get yeah. to like enhance my brain mm. by knowing this. And it's stupid to fight over mm. it. Yeah. Another thing that I really like about language is that it's really good for merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> you really tried hard Yay! to get that in there. We did. We went to a great job. We have teamed up with the people at Tea Public to bring you shirts and mugs and things and uh, with art and jokes inspired by our show. We've got new designs in the works right now, but there's already a couple things up there that we think you might love. If you've been wanting to show us your support and get cool things out of it, head to the link in the description, in the description of the episode and check it out. Also, Tim and Tom, and possibly others, will what? be out to Bufferfest in Toronto from October 20th to October 23rd. So if any of y'all are in the Toronto area, or if you'll happen to be there that weekend, hit us up. Bufferfest is kind of like the VidCon, only up farther up north, which means it's colder and cheaper. So if you hate the sun and like money, you should totally buy tickets and come hang out with us. If, if, we, if by us, you mean me and Tom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, also, I, may, I may be there. I'm still, I'm yeah? still on the fence. Oh, that'd yeah. be fun. Uh, if you run into you there and you're wearing a shirt from the Tea Public Store, Tom will buy you a slice of pizza Ooh. or something or something for real he typed this so it's canon okay cool nice. there's no turning back now tom you're trapped guys, hope to see shirt. you Get guys there Tim. we actually tom and i every other day will be like here's a new idea for a shirt here's a new idea for a shirt oh there's a lot yeah. of ideas for it's the, the shirt new it's the new like backup backlog. career it's like that <laughs> that should be on a shirt <laughs> Yeah, we could we could just like go to Comic Con and stuff, and like set up a booth and sell shirts. People do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, Tim, did you want to say a thing? No, you. But did you want to say a thing? No, okay. my thing Good. is the last thing. We should we should okay. call ourselves in the description sometimes, just because in the description. Yeah, just to change mm. it up, or or we could do like if if we ever get a website, we can have like like post things that are like reflections on the podcast. It's like it's called in the description. No, I guess very good. I, I can see that. Yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah. Tim, do you have anything you want to say? If you enjoy this, no, this <laughs> is the last thing. This is literally the thing that I'm supposed to say oh, last. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was Just supposed kidding. to read that. It's so like, Tom isn't here this week. <laughs> usually he's the, the one who like, slides, so lost the, stuff, Tom. slides okay. the stuff seamlessly into the podcast. Tom can Poor never him. leave again. Yeah. But this is, yeah, Ever. this is a good well. thing for you because this is, you, you got the Patreon stuff, right? No, I have other things. Really? This oh, no. week, Tom got to sit down and do a quick interview with Toronto-based hip-hop duo Sandy Perlman and Bones. Oh, Ooh. that's true. They're pretty good. I listened to their whole yeah. EP and I really liked it. In anticipation of their new album, Spare Parts, that dropped on the 20th, <laughs> check out the link in the description to, the, to check out the album. We're going to take a quick break so you can hear that interview right now, as well as a track off the new album. And when we get back, we'll talk more about nerdy things. Enjoy! So I'm coming to you guys now with uh, Harry and Jake from Sandy Perlman and Bones. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having us on. Very yeah, good. my pleasure. Um, so you guys have a new album coming out uh, on the 20th, so it'll already be out by the time people are listening to this, uh, called Spare Parts. Yep. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's just jive about uh, the creation of that album. Like, where did that come from for you? Yeah, well, actually, we, this, uh, it's been a long time coming, actually. We started working on 
this album like almost a year and a half ago. We didn't know okay. we had started working on it when <laughs> we started working on it. We were just writing music. Um, and so, and then we kind of, we, we got on a, on a flow on like a sort of spacey flow. So, okay. um, uh, so that's kind of where it started. And from there we were just kind of writing songs. Um, and then Jake wrote a bunch of, uh, song titles. Yeah. Um, we, we kind of worked in this like weird, almost reverse process in that, on the last EP we put out, uh, the Alec Danza EP, there was like this one song uh, called Saturn Rings that really stood out to us, like both sonically and topically. And um, that EP was kind of just like us. It was three songs and it was us like really trying a bunch of different styles and a mm -hmm. bunch of different topics and trying to see like where we're going to go next. And so right. um, once we had that song kind of as like a jumping off point, um, I just like really started like formulating some ideas for concepts of songs. I, I feel like when I started off rapping, since me and Harry have been doing this for like five years now. So, yeah. um, when I started off rapping, at least when I look back at it, like our first few projects, I feel like I was like kind of stuck in that, that box, uh, that many young hip hoppers <laughs> might be stuck in where you're like trying to get out as much as you can to prove that you can rap uh to an sure, extent yeah. and um <laughs> so looking back on that it felt like i was really kind of um forcing some of the things i wanted to say and not focusing as much on like speaking to the topics that i wanted to speak to and i think on that last ep is kind of where i really started finding my voice um both like sonically and infle inflection wise and then um in terms of my lyrics uh and so moving forward on this this next project there was like a lot of things that I wanted to talk about that I felt like I wasn't talking about on some of our earlier releases and so right. I was trying to find a way that I could work a lot of those things into the half hour of power that is the album <laughs> and so um all of these like little basically turns of phrase came to me and I had just been writing out like not hundreds of them, but probably like 50 different little uh, turns of phrase. And as I was looking at them, um, just like certain words like apex, uh, tessa coil, grains of land, like I started to see a loose storyline in it. And that kind of okay. got pieced together into an order. And so from there we had song names in an order and we were like, okay, let's build a story for an album off of that and then build the album off of that. So we kind of worked in a reverse process to how right. we typically worked, which was kind of neat. Yeah. That's kind of great though. Yeah. Like you, you had some of the pieces figured out beforehand and you saw them in a certain order and you said, okay, let's try to create a narrative from start to finish going through all these points. Yeah, exactly. It gave, it gave That's us great. like a, a target to fire at somewhat instead mm -hmm. of just kind of shooting, shooting off into, into the sky. So it was nice. Right, yeah. So would you would you say this is something of a concept album then in that sense or uh Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's okay. absolutely. It's, it's yeah, it's a concept. Most of the concept I think is in our head. Yeah. Like the, the storyline, <laughs> we haven't really like <laughs> written it out and it's like sure. like you can you can probably pick it out of the album, but it's not like a you know, there's no like skits or anything in the in the album right. to like tell you what the story is. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. overall there's like sonically there's a there's a very sort of cohesive um, sound to the album and so I, in that sense yeah I would say it's yeah. a concept and I would say like even topically even though um, like a lot of the songs there's like a, a jumping off point for the topic but they kind of look at that particular topic in a lot of different ways but right. regardless of that um, there's kind of like I, I guess the way that I would kind of phrase it is like a loose concept album where so, like yeah, in our heads concept. we have this storyline and I think right. just listening to the album even if you don't know specifically the way we see this storyline playing out in our own heads um, 
um, you'll kind of pick up a story throughout the album yeah. and you'll see where, where the songs are going. There's like very, a very clear direction in what's going on in it. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, okay. So, so a little follow-up question, like, uh, what, uh, what would you say is your biggest influence right now in terms of like, like, what are you listening to? What are you consuming, mm-hmm. uh, that you think might've like fed into this album a little bit? Um, well, it's interesting. I don't know if the stuff that I'm listening to right now, right now, fed into the this album because we've been finished with writing the album for a couple of months now. But right. uh, I guess so. Leading up to the album, um, I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I, I mean, for me, I think like, well, I would say like both me and Harry have like a pretty eclectic taste in music mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. start with. So I know at least for me. Um, I've kind of had like two spectrums that I've been toying with, at least within hip hop. And then that's amongst like plenty of other genres that I listen to. But within hip hop, like I've uh, been looking a lot to rappers that are like using storytelling and allegory really effectively because I felt like that's something that I really wanted to like hone on this album. And then on the flip side of that coin, you know, because a lot of that type of rapping typically comes with like it's like hyper conscious and stuff which is great then on the flip side of that i've been listening to like a lot of stuff that i would say is like not the best musically but <laughs> artists um who like sonically are doing something really cool with their voice and a lot of the times those are like the worst rappers i've found but right. um just like thinking of new ways that because there's there's certain things that you as a hip-hop artist want to like give people in an album and one of those things quite literally is like a banger but i've never felt right. like me and harry are making like those club uh, trunk popping bangers. So like through looking at the ways that people are using the inflections in their voice, I've been trying to find a way that in our own way, in in my own way in rapping, uh, we can kind of like create the elements of a banger without like doing the same topics. And so I've been taking a lot from, you know, rappers that I wouldn't say are the best rappers, but are doing stuff that's really cool with their voice. And then on the flip side of that, like the really conscious rappers and the rappers who are like great storytellers just to kind of like study how they use allegory and like different types of, uh, different types of storytelling in their, in their music. Right. Sweet. Well, yeah, I mean, I get that. Like, you know, you've got to take, you've got to take stuff from everywhere, right? You've got to see the things that people are doing right, even if it's not something that you're necessarily like super keen on. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, um, yeah. Okay. So this album, uh, it's been what a year and a half, two years that you've been working on it. Yeah. Yeah. About a year and a half. Yeah. About a year and a half probably. Sweet. And so it must feel good to be like done. Oh yeah. It feels, (laughs) I mean, like we've, yeah, we've got, we got the masters back like in mid June and Mm -hmm. I've just wanted to put it out, like just throw it on SoundCloud and see what happens because I just want to get the music out. But obviously we had to do the whole, um, marketing thing and it's, it's good that we did it obviously because we're getting a lot of, uh, we're getting some good response from blogs and things so far. So yeah, we're definitely making yeah. uh, connections with like the type of people and outlets that we've wanted to make connections with for a very long time, and I think that's right. like a result of of us like really planning out a yeah. proper marketing plan, which we haven't really <laughs> done before. But it is kind of grueling and annoying because yeah. you want to just drop it. We at just a want certain people point. to hear the music. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, when you <laughs> when you finish something that you're proud of, you really want to just put it out into the world. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Gotta, like, take a little bit of time to like do it strategically. I get that. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys so much for, uh, for hopping on here. Um, I'm excited to be able to play a track off this album, uh, for our listeners right after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any like final thought that you want to leave people with, uh, going forth? 
Um, check out our music, and if you <laughs> like it, share it because we're <laughs> yes, still uh, we're still crawling around the underground, the sewers of the underground, and uh, anyone that actually digs uh, an underground artist's music and really like takes the time to support it, it goes m- um, much longer than you would think it would. Yeah, and also just to thank you for listening to the music if you yeah. listen to the music. Even if you hated it, like if you yeah. write a mean, mean tweet sure, to us, it. like that's great. We'll retweet it. That's that's more uh, more looks at our Twitter page. So, yeah. but yeah, right, yeah. Um, really, a just mean tweet is still a tweet. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. So I think we're just uh, we're really excited to put it out and uh, see see how people receive it and see what people think of the concepts. And it's like totally new for us sonically and topically, and we sound like I think a totally different group. So that's exciting for us. Yes, to kind of yeah, shed that skin and you know start something new. Yeah. Well, I'm stoked for you guys. Thanks. And, uh, yeah. Thanks again for hopping on. And uh, thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. Thanks a lot. We'll have to we'll have to have you on in like a longer format sometime. If you're ever in Montreal, hit us up. Yeah, yes, that would be absolutely. great. Absolutely. Great. Cool. cool. Well, thanks so much. All right. Bye. Thanks. Have a good one. As we wake from our slumber, heart rates low as it echoes the thunder. In a meadow in the badlands, under acid rain, this scenario is all but tame. But a brother will to maintain as day breaks, we're gallivanting round the ranks of stags. So mount up, we're starting the hunt, wake the hounds up. We're building this shit from the ground up. Won't stop till the city has crowned us. Yeah, footprints fade fast in the snow. Looking at out of town cats, like, where did you go? Looking at dudes stepping to me, like, what are those? Hooves made of bone with a heart made of stone. And teeth like pearls as we go for the throat When everyone's claiming we're in the same boat Support them a little and egos will blow We look for it back and find nothing but ghosts Stay out and throw up your guts Or go buck wild, that's insanely fucking nuts Use the sampler as a crutch or a crown An elevated sound booming from downtown Toronto Stay out and throw up your guts Or go buck wild, that's insanely fucking nuts Use the sampler as a crutch crown An elevated sound downtown Toronto Post-nuclear winner, now the hunted are hunters Heart rates low as we act on our hunger Serving up carcasses of six different animals Full rack of deer, does that make me a cannibal? No, but it's about time we douse them in A1 The game's been in our hands since way back this day one. Had the heat on low for a while in the scene Now drinks about done, that's duck confit Bring the place to the table, it's about time for a feast A brain stained purple cause you are what you eat Now turn it up, dry ain't steak Seared hot rosemary butter to base Serve perfect rare, a bit raw for your taste By the time I'm through, there's none left on yeah, presentation's everything Warm towelette with the platinum napkin ring We're creaming the crop, recipe comes at a steep feet Compliments to the chefs, this is stag Stay out and scuff up your chucks Or go buck wild, maybe blow a couple bucks Don't be gentle with the clutch of the crowd Tempted by another round, living in downtown Toronto Stay, stay out and scuff up your chucks chuck, Go wild, maybe blow a couple bucks Don't be gentle with the clutch Round, 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 tempted by another round Living in downtown
welcome back. Yeah. This show is entirely <laughs> listener supported thanks to the wonderful people over at Patreon. 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 Slash up for discussion. When are we going to do a theme song? We should do a little Patreon. Patreon. Gotta catch them all. Patreon. This show is entirely. We definitely stole that from something. Yeah. Not sure what, though. This show is entirely listener supported thanks to the wonderful people over at Patreon. Patreon is a crowdfunding platform that allows creators to work directly with their audiences to receive funding and produce the best content possible. You can donate. Like our show. <laughs> you can donate as little as a dollar per month, and it goes a long way toward helping us making this show awesome for you. Our patrons who pledge at the $5 level or higher get to submit topics for us to talk about on the show. Oh, that's and, true. Ooh. Oh. And this week's question comes from Gabriel, who asks... Oh, Gabriel. I don't know him. If Do you know had him? a lightsaber, what color would it be? Gabriel, I, I like you because of this question. Great. Great choice. Great choice. That's right. You've obviously already thought about this. Yeah. I, in fact, so, okay, I watched Star Wars very recently, and Tim was there when I saw it all for It'd the first time. It would probably be like pink and lace. No. Lace. Ew. Okay. This is what I don't <laughs> like. I don't like when men do no. the girls. Lace. They're like, oh, I, do you like. I said, no, no, no. I said this because I've been to your apartment several times and there's just pink I and lace everywhere. No, in the living room, but you everywhere. haven't seen. Your you apartment is a everywhere. living room, basically. No, it's, it's not. not. It's like, I, I don't think like either of you guys have extensively seen my room, which is like on purpose. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but like, yeah, no, it's not going to be pink and lace. But you know what it will be? You know how Samuel L. Jackson, is he in... Star Wars. Yes, <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, he plays Mace Windu. As I, Windu. Windu. As I said that super confidently, I had a moment where I was like, wait, am I mixing things up? I'm sorry. It was Forrest Whitaker. Come on. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Forrest Freeman. Okay, you know Samuel L. Jackson's lightsaber? I remember turning to you and I was like, why is his lightsaber that cool color? What does it mean? And you were like, yeah. I don't know. It's Samuel L. Jackson. And I was like, I want that one. I That's did not say, I, I don't know. I told you the story of why Samuel L. Jackson's no, lightsaber didn't. was cool. Didn't I? Oh. Then maybe it was sorry, somebody else. Mic, because if it had been me, I would have told you that it was because Samuel Jackson's one requirement for oh, being in that movie story. was that he was the only Jedi with a purple lightsaber. So and then he got it. Yeah. I think I, yeah. I think what he specifically asked for was was that in the fight scenes he'd be able to like find where he was right. on the screen. And so George Lucas gave him a purple lightsaber and he was the only one for that reason so you, alone. So you want to be purple? I just want to. I want the special one. You can't. No, it's infringing it's on Samuel's contract. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, he's the only person that is allowed but to the, have no, that. No, it says it's not even sold in stores for it says, replicas. Gabriel, our Patreon, asked if you had a lightsaber, what color would it would it be? It doesn't say. Oh, assuming that it fits within the Star Wars universe. Actually, world. he asks, "What question would it be? Not what question? Not what color do you want it to be? What color those are different. Those no, are yeah, different. Mine you would be it? Samuel Jackson's color. So I if, know it in my heart. I understand. And it this, would not be pink and lace, it, Tom. So no. If, if oh, were... Simon. Because this is this is the way I would normally talk to Tom. He'd like say something. And he'd be like, "Listen, Tom. Do you just <laughs> think all white men are the same? No, I just. <laughs> are you being reverse racist right Ooh. now? Are you mansplaining to me? <laughs> No, oh. I'm pretty sure we're asking questions. Oh my know. gosh! No, but no, but no. like, yeah, it would be that color, and I know it would in my heart. Yeah. So I, I have had a thing since early childhood where whenever anyone asked me my favorite color, I would say that my favorite color was rainbow. Um, I was, I was not aware of it at the time that it had any sort of like connotation of anything other than just like I like all the colors. But like, I think that I'll still go with that. I want a rainbow lightsaber. That's that sounds cool. great like, to me. Would you like a rainbow that like has all the colors in the beam, or a beam that kind of slowly changes color over time? No, like like you I know? I want that when you when you like 
swing it, you can like the trail goes oh, across your eyes is actually a rainbow. That's oh, kind of cool. That is next level. Yeah. That I is like very the cool. personalization. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't Honestly, think that's possible with the with the way the lightsaber crystals work. So I don't think you mm. can get multiple colors. <laughs> the way the lightsaber crystals. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a solid mm. beam of plasma. Mm. Like, Are you making a political statement it. though? That's a big question. <laughs> Am I? Making I don't know. I guess that's for our listeners to decide. I think but yeah, I'm yeah. saying that Maybe I will no, I will never, really like Skittles, I will never destroy the earth <laughs> with a flood. <laughs> yep. I think <laughs> being, being Sorry. the person that I am and I like, uh, simple things that are not really that like flashy or obtrusive. I would probably just go for like a white lightsaber, a white saber, a white saber. Oh, what? would it be pink with lace on it? <laughs> No, because that's not what really my apartment is. I'm still like. so offended. <laughs> I was I was literally thinking of your apartment uh-huh. and how like like your you, apartment yeah. doesn't. You, you were bragging. No, it doesn't. To me. One you, room has you were a lot so of happy. It's the like, only you're room. So excited about all your lace in your apartment. No, and I was like, I was really pink. happy for you. There's and blue so, in that room too. Actually, the color scheme is pink and blue. And if you saw my Christmas tree, the oh ornaments boy. match that too. Pink <laughs> and blue. Oh, I'm sorry that I picked one of the two colors in your living room. Yeah, you picked the more feminine one. Terry, what would your lightsaber be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have really a big story for it though. But I just, no, just no. black because black is just. But black. it's a lightsaber. Mm, black is not light. Light yeah, is. Yeah, that's the opposite of light. I want to be black one day. I would just okay, <laughs> that's as close it. as he'll get. It's as close as I can be. Well, like, you know? Oh wait, do you mean like? literally black or like a black light that's a lightsaber because that'd be cool oh, oh a black you just revolutionized my lightsaber Bam. yeah black yeah probably i'll nice. go with, i'll go with your idea all right yeah. i love how none but of then our everybody would, exist but then like anytime you turn that it was on, the point anytime you'd like turn it on you'd see the sperm that's everywhere i knew someone was gonna <laughs> make that comment <laughs> <laughs> and i, I had a feeling hair, that was but you were dirtier i guess <laughs> simon has his mind on the someone garden. has to, you know someone has to go there i guess what i mean uh I'm still pissed. <laughs> you call me Tom. I think we're even. Let it go. Whoa, that's a Let compliment to call you Tom. Oh wow, that just got way worse. <laughs> Ooh, Tom's gonna edit this. And be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tom is gonna be like, this, this is, is what the last episode that Tom's not on. <laughs> you guys yeah. can't be trusted. You mess up the <laughs> announcements, and you don't. And the plan of the show. And you don't like me as a person. No, I said it was a huge <laughs> Says the guy who's living with him. <laughs> he knows. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Guys, it, thank, yeah, thanks, Gabriel, for the question. Are we finished? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty I mean, sure. I mean, it's yeah. a pretty straightforward question. I mean, no, I th- like, wait, like the show. Yeah, we've been running for a long time. Whoa. Yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, thanks thanks for, all for listening. Ta- thank you, Terry, for coming back. Wow, it was really a cool. pleasure. Terry, you're Such cool. an improvement from Hot Topics. Such an improvement. <laughs> oh, you were on that? Yeah, and I Whoa. just, like, literally, I took, I hate, like, I ate the chili, and I took all the waters because I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, it was, I'm, I was I'm crying, the same way. crying inside. Same we could have, like, a watch. retro episode sometime where we do, like, a hot I will not be participating in I that. I can try. I'll, of, I'll do it again I'll one more time. I'll do it just for the sake of entertainment, but I will hate it. There will be yeah, a no, no, lot no, of drooling onto the microphones. Is that's my, there's going to be a lot of panting as yeah. well. <sighs> I, w- I kept bitching. I was like, shh, uh, like, all the time. I think, like, I'm just going to, like, straight up just bring a beer and then just drink the beer. Beer makes it, no, carbonated drink. Milk. Make it milk. Worse. That's I said that word. Milk. So carbonation and milk. alcohol are the worst things. You want for milk. That's that's not true. What, alcohol is for what sure. I, I I heard that alcohol that alcohol is actually the best thing because the oils that make the what's the, your source the, the spicy <laughs> thing happen. I, my source is my mouth. 
have alcohol you, does not have you, have you drank alcohol while while after having a spicy food yeah what i it what i so learned worse. what it's, i heard yeah. was that actually the, the oils that make your mouth hurt are dial are like not water soluble but are alcohol soluble they're alcohol soluble and oil soluble so you could like swig olive oil or something and have the same yeah effect. but Alcohol. But alcohol, but the carbonation also, and the alcohol offsets that. But carbonation effect, and think. alcohol affect the same like neurons that the spiciness affects. So that's why alcohol burns and carbonation burns a little bit. So like it just adds to the effect. Like it'll wash it away, but first it'll be like, oh my god! What I mean, not you beer. Beer doesn't do that. Hmm? Beer is super carbonated. Yeah, spicy beer milk. is so carbonated. Oh, it's it's carbonated, but like yeah. my my mouth doesn't burn when I drink carbonated beverages. Well, so your sample size of one. <laughs> that's because you're used to it. Do you? When you guys were like kids, did was carbonation like the worst thing? I remember no. being like five never, and drinking Coke. Never and happened. Oh, oh no! I really, so I really would hate so when it comes out your nose. Like, the best. Like, I got addicted. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. No, no, no. Not drugs. Not drugs. Disclosing. Not drugs. What's not drugs? Because I kept saying Coke, Coke, and Coke. Coke is the best. Coca-Cola. Yes, there you go. Trademark. No, I know. No, but it's, you know when you're drinking um, like a carbonated beverage and then sometimes like out your nose, like the bubbles, not all, not with every sip, but like at one moment, Mm. at once, I hate Mm. that feeling. True. You learn to, it's not a good time. You need to just own it and learn to blow bubbles out of your nose. I I, I actually also have uh, what's called a fissured tongue, which means that my tongue has cracks in it. Oh, Uh, which which means you're like a snake. Release the kraken. Uh, <laughs> yes. She's the only one that laughed. That's okay. Yeah. At least I got one laugh. My roommate yeah. it was a horrible joke. I was waiting. I was, at least like, one laugh. I was the like, ball uh, a couple times. I uh, had to yeah. give you the laugh. Uh, <laughs> we have so a friend I, who always says that right as he's pooping. <laughs> Anyways, but so the the, the, the Fisher tongue <sighs> makes that like some. It's, it's there's also like certain parts of my cheek, the the inside of my cheeks as well that have those cracks. And it means that some. Uh, particularly acidic things like will hurt my mouth a lot. Like this Sunday at church, I had some pineapple, and then my entire <laughs> mouth was on fire. Oh yeah, because it actually has an enzyme that like digests your flesh as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, like pineapple. I same thing with uh, with kiwi. Uh, and my my mom also has a Fisher tongue, and it's real bad. Mm. Uh, and like for her, it's, it's things like walnuts and tomatoes, which are not things that you associate as particularly acidic. Yeah, but they will they wire. will burn her mouth. That's mm. odd. Yeah, I feel so, for your mother. I like walnuts because they look like little brains. Like they do. That's really great. I'm just thinking about the Jemlisanana thing that we were doing. <laughs> the what? <laughs> if you watch the video, we'll add a link somewhere for that video. <laughs> it's got to be on YouTube, right? It it's is on, definitely on YouTube. It's on the YouTube. Le YouTube, ton tube, le tube. There is literally Whoa. a. Oh. That was so Quebecer. I tried. There's a ton tube. Is there? Yeah. There, was a, there's, just, there is a ton tube in the same way that there is a. This. <laughs> I'm hearing this, I'm like, oh. Yeah, there is a, a website called Ton Tube, which is all like francophone videos. That's francophone so porn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Clearly not. No, that's, that's the same standards. Tube. guys if you enjoyed this episode please consider sharing it with a friend or two you can also leave a rating and review the show on itunes these are the best ways for people and advertisers to learn about us and join our burgeoning community remember to like us or follow us on twitter and or instagram at down with talking and individually at acapella science at tom's latini at know the other simon at desiree de on instagram Terry, you've got any social media to shout out? Facebook and Instagram, but it doesn't matter. It's okay. Fine. He's, Ooh, he's anonymous. You'll never him. find him again. Um, no. Yeah, so the Facebook page. So, like, you probably saw this on that. But if not, go like it. Be Yay. Good. Yeah. Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Cool. Tell go me. be bilinguals. Right. Tim, are you going to play Learn us out? Learn a language. Poo for How long periods of time. <laughs>